Blog Talk Radio.
peace, peace. This is Coach Kair, and you are now rocking with the best. This is Original Native Radio, and this is that impromptu show. I couldn't miss not getting it done on Sunday night because I'm rebroadcasting again tomorrow night and again Monday night. I'm playing the show three times in a row. Each time it's going to be live and direct. Each time I'm going to play 56 minutes of a rebroadcast from my brother Noah Ampoo's show that he had with Dr. Gibson and Kathy Gibson the other night on his Primordial Love show. It's that hot. If you listen to it tonight, you'll understand why I'm going to rebroadcast it three times. I'm going to broadcast it more after that. Tuesday night, I have the good doctor himself coming here to listen, um, to do a live interview. So this was a rebroadcast. Dr. Gibson is only going to be in voice. He's probably in the bed, sleep, or meditating, or doing whatever he want to do. So, But he will be live here Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. Promptly, sharp. I got him for one hour. I got to go in. But the preamble, oh, man. This show, I just, I'm just ready to start spinning it and just like, just, just hit and play. So I really appreciate everybody who came on tonight. Those who are listening, uh, let's just, let's just get ready. Just, just, just sit back and relax. And um, it's, it's just phenomenal. Also, if you want to visit Dr. Gibson's site, while the show is on, it's tybro t y b r o dot com. Please download the Miracle Prayer Giveaway, tybro.com. The Miracle Prayer Giveaway is free. He's giving away 10,000 copies of the Miracle Prayer. Download it. If you have children, newborns, um, if you've got something going on in your life, burn it to a CD, put it in your child's room at nighttime, and just let the volume play on low. Put it on repeat, and just let it play all night. I got it. It's, it's it's playing in my room now. Well, it's been playing in my room for like three weeks. I went out of town for two weeks. I've been back for a week, still playing. Just 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 run the miracle prayer, man. You need a miracle in your life. Just run the prayer. If you want to do the research on it, is Anna Bacoa. A N A is the first word. Second word B E K O A C H. B E K O A C H. Just Google that. And you can click on the images, and you can see the prayer, the actual prayer, and the translation. Or you can just do the research. Um, the website, Mitchell Gibson, I mean the YouTube, Mitchell Gibson 8000. It's all over the place. I, but I really want everybody to just play close attention tonight as we get started on this rebroadcast. I'll be taking callers right after this over for comments, questions, and feedback. Please get your notebook and your pen and pad. He's going to... It's going to be some profound stuff in here about navigating in relationships, twin souls, all of that. So hold your hat, Dr. Mitchell Gibson, Dr. Miss Kathy Gibson, and my man Ampu from AmpuAstrology.com, MyAstrologyCoach.com. I'm sorry, MyAstrologyCoach.com and UrbanAstro.com. Got to get my shouts out. Tonight's show is brought to you by RelaxationIsTheKey.com, HonestHustle.com, OriginalNativeRadio.com, CoachKaya.com. Please leave me your email address 
on any one of those sites so you can join the newsletter. Big things popping, little things stopping. Peace. Can you hear us? Oh, now I can hear you. Got you. Hello. I am, Pooh. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Doc. How are you? We're fine. How are you? Hello, family. 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 Hello, Phelan. How are you? I'm doing great. It is so wonderful to hear you guys. Dr. Gibson and Kathy, it's so wonderful to have you all on the on the call tonight. Thank you for, for coming. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. How have you been? I've been doing well. I've been well. Good. <laughs> well, Doc, she's been doing excellent. She had four teeth pulled out and was having a conversation the next day. Five, actually, five. Five, five of them. Five, oh, my goodness. Yeah, and look, Doc, had a conversation every single day, and on top of that, she went inside of the dentist playing the miracle prayer. That was the rule. (laughs) (laughs) I was terrified. No, seriously. I was terrified. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Oh, I'm much better. I'm much, much better. Yeah, I'm glad you're feeling better. That's a lot I'm of teeth that I'll hold at once. Oh, well, I have four wisdom teeth. The four wisdom teeth and one molar, they had to go. Oh, well, wisdom teeth, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. God bless you. That's intense. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. How are you guys doing, Doctor and Kathy? We're doing great. We're doing great. It's a very busy day today, and we were looking forward to doing the show today. Oh, my goodness. And, the words of power of is are in. We have them now. Okay. Great, 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 great. So my my people already know. Um, they should have already made the reservations. Um well, they end. So people that's in the network, if you know already, you are you know the protocol. Um, they are in, and thank you very much for that wonderful opportunity. Very, very, very much appreciated. You're welcome. Okay, You're welcome. Yeah, thank you for that. All right, so where, where, where do we start here? Dr. Gibson, you got me. You got me. You are a very prolific, profound writer. And... Me reading the book, um, Your Immortal Body of Light, I just knew you met Kathy at work. I just knew that's how I went down to I called an interview, and Kathy set the record straight. Then she never worked in the hospital, per se. Um, So if we can just start with the basics to get the love story, to get this beautiful divine union, um, to get the story straight... I guess I asked, um, Kathy, how did you two first meet? Well, I was going on a website called blackplanet.com, and I was looking through some profiles, and I came across uh, Dr. Gibson's profile. And I read the first page, and it was very profound. It said, this sounds like somebody I would like to talk with. So I sent him an email, and he sent back an email. And we went back and forth for several weeks before we decided that we were going to meet. 
And then we picked uh, Starbucks, a very public place, and we sat down for the first time, and I found that this man, you could talk to him about anything, and he was so interesting to talk to, and that's how our relationship began. So we did not a hospital. He actually, when he was writing the book, The Living Soul, he wanted me in the book. I wasn't there at the time he was doing his residency. Uh, He wanted me in the book because I was different than most of the other women that he had met, uh, and he wanted to make sure that he honored me in the book, so he wrote me as a character in the book. Now, some of the experiences that I had in the book are true. It's just it wasn't at that time in place like it was in the book. But the Mm -hmm. experience was true. And that's really how we met. We met online. We didn't meet uh, at the hospital. Gotcha. So what 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 yeah, my man from Ohio say, Roger Trotman, computer love. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Let me ask you this one real fast, Kathy. What was the experience if um was the experience with the John T true for you, um, as described in that book? And if not, then that's fine. If 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 what was your first spiritual experience after coming in contact with Dr. Gibson? Uh, Actually, that was probably one of the very first experiences I had was uh, with the Jhanti as well as the Medicine Buddha. Uh, Medicine Buddha dropped in on me uh, to check me out to see what was going on. And uh, since I've been with Dr. Gibson, my evolution has been uh, magnified uh, almost exponentially. Uh, for my growth uh, because of him, because of his uh, high energy. So in order for us to grow together, my energy had to be increased. And the powers that be decided to go ahead and give me that exponential growth. So my growth over the last 11, 12 years has been phenomenal. If I was sitting uh, all the experiences I've had since being with him, uh, it would take several shows. But right. it, but the one with the Jhanti and the Medicine Buddha were both profound, and that really uh, changed the way I look at reality by dealing with those beings. Mm-hmm. Now, now, were were you at like at home, away from Dr. Gibson? You still, y'all, y'all still not together? And then you get this, you get this visitor that disappears. Yes. Okay. I get a visitor that's just looking at me, and mm-hmm. uh, it startled me. Uh, I had had some spiritual experiences before uh, with the Creator Himself, so I was not afraid because someone was looking at me. It was just I wasn't familiar with this being that was looking at me, so I quickly called him on the phone to find out what was going on, and he says it was the Jaunty just dropping in to take a look. Mm-hmm. So that's... Ha- as ex- okay, gotcha. 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 Sound like that's as explained in the book, right? Yes. Okay. Like gotcha. I said, most of the experiences in the book are real. It's just I wasn't at that time and place. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sister oh, Thank you, um, Hope. Um, this question is for both Kathy and Dr. Gibson. Um, what frame of mind or what state of mind, what state were you in mentally and spiritually um, before you guys met, like, did you prepare, like, 
were you seeking a, a mate, and did you did you go through a process of preparing yourself for that mate, or what? You know, what what kind of state of mind were you in before you guys met? Well, for myself, uh, I've been married once before. I was married for 16 years uh, prior to meeting Dr. Gibson, and uh, it was during a period after my divorce, uh, about two years, where I spent really trying to get to know who I am and what I was wanting in a mate. And I found that the more time you spend alone, and I would ask everyone if you've been in a relationship and you're looking uh, it didn't go well and you're looking to get back out there, take some time. Don't just jump right out to the next person. Take some time to get to know who you are so that you can evolve, and that way you can draw the type of person that you're looking for. Had I just gone from divorce straight into dating again, I would not have been prepared to meet someone like Dr. Gibson. I had to get to know who I was, get to know the creator, and find out what he had in store for me in order for me to raise my vibration to be able to accept someone like Dr. Gibson. So I would say your mind has to be uh, where you have developed yourself to the point where now you're ready for a relationship. Not necessarily looking for one, but you're ready for one, and there's a big difference between the two. Hmm. Wow. Dr. Gibson? 16 years. Well, for me... um, I had been online and I had met uh, a number of women and I had been married uh, from 1980, from 1990 to 1994 and I had been single for the better part of a decade and I had promised myself that I'd never get remarried, that I was going to be wow. single the rest of the But during the time that I was dating, I realized that you can get very lonely in your life Uh, living by yourself. I lived by myself for actually most of my adult life. And I realized that if if I continued to live by myself, I was going to be a very unhappy person. And holidays in particular were very hard because I had a big house. I still have a big house. But when you're in a big house and holidays come around, you see families shopping and being together, and you go home and you, you got your dinner and you got your TV, after a while, even though I was a bachelor, I was having fun, that gets lonely. I also realized that I wasn't really contributing to the uh, life and development of any child that I was close to, and that bothered me. Uh, I felt that a man with the gifts that I have and the resources that I have, I should at the very least be helping at least one child in the world with some of those gifts, and I wasn't. And so I decided to go back online, and I changed my profile so that it didn't look like somebody was looking out to just date or be with people. I wanted to find an evolved woman, and I wanted to find a woman who accepted me as a spiritual being, knowing that I wasn't Christian, knowing that I had spirituality at the core of my being, and would accept a spiritual process of growth and evolution with me as part of our life path. And I was very, very particular on my uh, profile at looking for that. As a matter of fact, on my profile, I put some quotes by Khalil Gibran, which Kathy actually knew. And it was sort of a screening test for women. If a woman didn't know who Khalil Gibran was, I kept going. (laughs) But I could tell the person was truly serious about their spirituality. And I found a woman who was. And the rest is history. 
Do 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 you two have um, children together? And how long have you been together? If you don't mind me asking. We don't have any biological children. Kathy had children from her first marriage, and they were very young. Uh, we've been we we met 12 years ago. We've been married nine years. Okay. Okay. Can you? Can I ask a question? No, go ahead. Go ahead, Fiona. So, can you define soulmates and twin flames, and would you consider you all as those? A soulmate is a being that is created at the same time you are, and it is very difficult for a human being to meet a quote-unquote soulmate. You can meet people that you're sexually or emotionally or uh, intellectually compatible with, but a soulmate has the same soul that you do, the same person except in a different body. And it's a person that you usually incarnate with over and over and over again, but you may not ever meet them physically enough to know that you've done that incarnation process with them. A twin flame is somebody that's very similar, except that they have similar uh, spiritual attributes and spiritual uh, needs. So the two of those together, uh, in Kabbalah they teach that when you meet your soulmate, you can become truly enlightened. And that only the Creator can determine when a person is ready to meet their soulmate. It's considered to be uh, the supreme blessing. Hmm. Hmm. Now, when, when you say you share the same soul, let's go out. Let's, let's let's go out. Let's go out. Let's go out of Earth. Let's go. Let's go on that travel with Dejanti. You're seeing what modern science calls quasars. He's showing you 617 facets. Are these same 617 facets being shared by two beings? No. The soul, like any other aspect of your being, has the capacity to divide. So if you, when, you, when you're a person being born, you start out as one cell. That one cell becomes two, that two becomes four, and eventually it becomes over 10 trillion cells. Well, the capacity for a cell to divide is a remnant or a replica of the soul's ability to divide. One soul can become two, two can become four, uh, four can become trillions of souls. And each of us have duplicate souls out there that are the same as us. Except most of the time they incarnate in different regions of space and different uh, areas of space-time. Gotcha. gotcha. In the gotcha. same way that we think we're the only planet in the universe, we also tend to think that we're the only soul in the universe and nothing could be further from the truth. Right, right. Now, 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 speaking of planets, let me ask you, as a as a professional astrologer who won the highest award from the American Federation of Astrologers, what was it? Four years in a row? Three, three or four? Two years in a row. I quit after that. Three years. Right, right. Because you want to give other people a chance to win. How gracious of you. Um, three years in a row. What is a classic astrological indicator between two people that you seen? That is um, a good representation of soulmate energy. Haven't found one. Haven't found a good consistent. I don't think it exists in the mundane chart. What I've seen, though, are fixed star representations of what might be an indication of a person's compatibility. In particular, the position of the fixed star regulus, the position of the fixed star atria, mm-hmm. position of the uh, the fixed star mesar. 
when they when people have those within a one to two degree orb, especially of Venus or especially of their rising sign, um, that really helps. Okay. But Regulus and Atria uh, are the two probably most important. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Philan. Um. But what would make uh, a young lady continue in a relationship? Well, let me go to my first, the first question I was thinking of. So you talked about the soul flame and the soulmate and the twin flame. So that means, according to how you explain it, that means that there are many, we have many, many soulmates. No. There's not one, there's not one person to one person, like... We have many potential soulmates, but most of them may not be on this planet. A lot of them may be children. A lot of them may be older than you are. To meet one who is your same age in the same country that speaks the same language is difficult. Mm. Okay. And also on the same planet, let's not forget that. There are literally <laughs> billions of planets in our galaxy alone, and there are billions of galaxies. So it may be that your soulmate may not even live in your solar system. And still, there may be billions of them. So do you, are you and Kathy, as you consider your bad soulmate? We have been incarnating together for thousands of years. I would most definitely say that. Okay. It was just, it was divine intervention that we found each other. For us to be on the same planet at the same time in the same city, um, and to be relatively the same age, that was God's doing. Wow. Gotcha. Let me ask you this, Doc. In, in, in straight relation that great question, Delon, because I was about to get back into that aspect right there. What what, <laughs> what 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 experience, if you had any, what spiritual experience have you had to validate the the history of you and Kathy? <laughs> or was it just a feeling? Say again? Or was it just a feeling or just a knowing? We've had more spiritual experiences than we could count. And a lot of the spiritual experiences uh, are pretty supernatural. <laughs> they don't really go into what you would call normal man and woman stuff. I'm going to let Kathy tell you one of them. Anyone you like. Come on, Kathy. And we heard Kathy. We heard you speak different languages now. Uh, <laughs> I've shown that I have that ability, uh, but that hasn't been a conscious effort on my part. Uh, we have had some uh, pretty profound experiences together. Um, we have had uh, visitors come and, and say hello. I'll give you an example. We were talking about one of the uh, creator gods, a god by the name of Una. And we started to uh, do a ritual for Una, and he decided to come and say hello. Now, he chose, uh, while I was, we were, we always talk a lot while we're laying in bed. And I was just kind of sitting there thinking, and Mitchell had started to go to sleep. And I think I started nodding off, but I was startled by the uh, blinds in our bedroom. We have probably 10 windows in our bedroom. 
and the blinds all started fluttering very quickly. And then they all went up, up to the top, and I could see outside. But outside it was dark, but it all, all, all of a sudden became very bright outside, really bright light. And I started seeing this being started floating. And from a distance, he looked like uh, our representation of Jesus Christ. He had the long hair, white robe, and he started floating toward our window. And I was like uh, trying to nudge Mitchell to wake up, and uh, the being just kept floating. All of a sudden, there was a helicopter that was flying with the news media and the neighbors coming outside to see what was this bright light and why was it heading toward our home. And the being floated straight into uh, our bedroom. And he just stared at me and he says, I just wanted to stop in and say hello because the night before I said it would certainly be nice if you would stop and say hi. And uh, I tell you, it was one of the most profound experiences I've ever had. And he just kind of looked at me and looked at Mitchell and he just, said hello and then kind of flew back out the window and uh, when I shook Mitchell after he had left, uh, it was just amazing. He didn't feel anything, didn't know he was there, but uh, it was totally real to me and I know that he was there and I don't know where the helicopter and the people came and I think my mind just brought those in there to make it so I wouldn't be afraid, but when you have a creator God who creates other gods come in and say hello, it kind of takes you back a little bit. But we've had many experiences like that, and that's just one of them. Wow. Doc, Doc he, was over there snoring. He wanted to see who were these humans that were calling his name and asking him to come by and say hi, and he decided to stop by and say hello. Wow. Yeah, I was knocked out when that happened. But about two weeks later, I had an experience where I was between being asleep and being awake in a period in a state that seemed like lucidity. Uh, and I realized that I was wide awake, but I was looking out through my third eye vision. And this, the wall next to the door uh, leading out to the hall opened up. And... Uh, a light space formed in the space where the wall used to be and the same being floated out of that space and then his, his, his visage transformed so that I just saw his head and they don't believe in personal space so his head was like maybe a foot away from my, his, my face and he just looked at me um, and smiled and I knew who he was, I knew what his name was and I felt him probing and scanning me and uh, after about a minute or so, uh, he smiled again and said, uh, I think he said, uh, you are fine. And then he just went back through the space, the wall closed back up, and, and that was it. And Kathy was asleep doing the whole thing. Otherwise, I would have nudged her and said, sweetheart, look at this. And, but I couldn't. I couldn't move. And mm-hmm. that was one experience that we had that we both shared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amazing. <clears throat> Amazing. What what would you say is the um what what's what's what is the key ingredient that you think is very important in this day and time for couples to practice far as um just really strengthening their relationship or something that you two do 
that is like the core essentials of um, you guys' relationship? I would say the core um, thing that we do together is we talk. Uh, having conversations with him is uh, very, very fulfilling. And we are able to create a lot of things from our conversations. In fact, that is the main reason why we have so many products on our site is because of the conversations that we have had while we're laying in bed. It is um, the place that we both our energies come together and then we are better than either one of us apart. So our energy, when it mixes, makes us stronger. And that's since our relationship. Uh, the meditations that we do, the mantras, the the general uh, things that we do on a daily basis, our routines, those things help build our relationship and keep us strong. I mean, we are around each other almost 24-7 because we work together and then we're home together and we are always together. So we have to have a, some common ground. But we also have learned to give our, each other a little bit of space so that uh, we don't crowd each other. And that way we can both be supportive of whatever endeavors that we choose to get involved in. But I believe that us talking, uh, the communication that we have together is the main thing that keeps us strong. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also believe, and I, I agree with everything Kathy just said, I also believe that it is important to have similar spiritual goals and to talk about those goals honestly. We, we notice a lot of couples when they're together, one person's working a path and the other one, if they're lucky, is just letting them work the path and saying, that's okay, I don't have to do it, but you go ahead. And that is a recipe for one or both of you being really unhappy deep down, that if both of you aren't doing your work and if both of you aren't talking about your work, eventually it's going to come between you. And we talk every day, we talk every night, and what she said about talking about your goals and talking about your process is extraordinarily important. It's not something that should be taken for granted. So if your mate doesn't want to work with you, that is a problem in the relationship because two people working together is better than one person working alone. But if one person's working, the other person is just watching, that's not a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not the kind of spiritual relationship that will lead to growth. That person would be better off alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me let me get one more in, Ceylon, because I I know we, I don't want to say wait something else real fast. When when if pressure exists between you two, um, and she getting on my nerve, he getting on my nerve. Does that exist? And if it does, at times, what is your method of dissolving that type of energy? Damage well, control. We're a couple just like anybody else, and their male and female energies are not going to make that all the time. So he's going to have his opinion, and I'm going to have mine. But what we found is that if you uh, just step away from each other for a moment and really look at what you're arguing about, uh, you'll find that it's not worth it. It's, it's, we've learned to just put our our eagles aside and be able to come back together and, and talk about it uh, very calmly uh, and find out what each side has as far as their view on the situation and compromise. We have learned to compromise over the last 12 years uh, better than anyone. And I find that if you 
take the word I out of it, and that's generally how arguments start, I this, I that, uh, and put more we back into it, then you'll find that what you were arguing about wasn't very important at all, and you can just let it dissolve. But you can also look at look at the other person's point of view and try and understand where they were coming from, and then you're able to uh, have a more joyous relationship than just going your separate ways. It's always best to come back together. Another thing that I've discovered and something that we made a profound um, sort of about face and understanding about relationships is that if we watch a movie that has a lot of chaos in it, or for whatever reason we allow, allow ourselves to curse, or if we allow ourselves to go too long without having sexual relations, that builds up an energy of chaos between us. So if, if we find ourselves allowing a lot of chaos into our lives, then that chaos will become an argument. It will become a fight. Usually if somebody curses just because they're angry and they let that, they let that cursing continue, you can almost guarantee within two or three days you're going to have an argument. But if you learn to control that and learn to control what you watch in the movies and what you listen to in music, what you allow in your mental and spiritual diet, then the chaos is greatly diminished. And you don't have to face as much of that energy in the form of an argument, uh, and your life flows smoother. But it really does depend on how much chaos you allow into your life and into your consciousness and into your speech and into your thoughts. Gotcha. Elon, it's all yours. Thank you. Um, this question is for both of you all. Can you explain to me what happens when we do have sexual relations? Like some some people will say after that, oh, I'm so in love. And then they could be so in love with the next person that they have sex with. Can you tell me to understand your definition of love and being in love and falling in love and taking care, this is a broad, this is a big question, but taking care of your soul and taking care of your, um, your, your mate's soul. Well, I think, Ceylon, it's, uh, it's important to understand that when you're out having sexual relationships with, with different people, uh, that you are creating what's called nadies between the two of you or the three of you, however many it may be. But those nadies, which are spiritual cords, are between whenever you share fluids with another person, you are creating these nadies between the two people. And if you're having sexual relations with more than one person, then you're creating more nadies between you and another person. What happens is that you're going to be tied with that person, uh, both mentally and also sexually. You're having that energy come into your life, which is why you have to be very careful when you're out dating and getting physically involved with individuals, because uh, you don't want to create a lot of these nadies with other people. Whatever they're experiencing, you might experience in dreams uh, because you might end up having nightmares because the person that you were sleeping with might have had a lot of chaos in their lives and that they're bringing on to you. So this, you're drawing in karma with that individual, and that's not a good thing to have. You should limit the number of people that you're going to have 
sexual relationships with. Now, if a person is saying that they slept with this person and they're in love and then they went and slept with this other gentleman and, and they're in love with him too, they're not in love with the people, they're in love with sex, which is totally different. What love is is when you can set aside what you want for the other person. It's called unconditional love, where you accept the person for exactly who they are and not try to change the person that they are or the person that you want them to be. Because at the core of a person, their character is the person that's going to be there. Now, we can all dress up and, and smile and have that wonderful conversation while you're at dinner and, and everything's going great, but if at the core of the person they're just putting on an act, it's eventually going to come out and you're going to see that person for who they are. What happens is people want to try and change a person to become that perfect person that they're looking for, uh, and that's just not going to happen. It might work for a little while, but eventually that person's character is going to come out, and you'll find that you're not going to be interested in that person the way that they are. So be very, very careful while you're out there dating. Make sure you're not sharing your fluids with a bunch of other people because you're bringing in some very, very negative karma for yourself as well as uh, ties with them with these cords that eventually are going to have to be broken for you to move on with your life. So just be careful. Okay, Dr. Wilson? Well, one of the things that we see a lot of in, in consultations are people who are struggling to be successful in life, people who don't have enough money, people who are unhappy, people who say they reach a certain amount of uh, success in life, and then they can't go any further. Well, one of the reasons we reach that plateau is because we develop, if we're not careful with our mating practices, we develop spiritual connections between ourselves and a lot of other people. And those connections can either hurt you or hinder you, depending on the character of the relationship. If, for some reason, we choose to have a lot of physical contact with people and share a lot of our body fluids and create a lot of the connections that Kathy mentioned, and then we end those relationships, quite often the people that we end the relationship with are still in it at the subconscious level. They haven't let you go. And because they haven't let you go, they will continue to hold on to you spiritually so that when you try to get a new job, try to move on to a new relationship, try to advance in your life, Part of the wall that you're experiencing is the energy of the people that you let go of holding you back. So that over time, whenever you want more in life, one of the things we see over and over and over is those people you thought you had let go of still have that little tether and hook into you that they're using to try to control you at the unconscious level. And how do you know which people are doing that? If you, if you can, watch your dreams. There are people that show up in your dreams from old relationships that are still carrying on a relationship with you in the astral world. You're still sleeping with some of them, talking with some of them. The people you dream about frequently are the people you're in a relationship with. If you find that over time uh, that these people are recurrent, then those are relationships that you've got to deal with at some level uh, in the physical world. You've got to let that person go. And then it's easier to find a, a greater modicum of success. Love comes in when you find a person that you're willing to let go of your hidden agendas with and just be totally open and real and, most importantly, vulnerable with that person. 
to give that person your weaknesses and your strengths. Jewel right there. Gotcha. How do you cut those ties then? How do you how do you get rid of those attachments? Well, the, well if the person is alive, it's important to talk to them. Okay. Talk and with tell them, them to let you go. Yeah. To talk with them about your feelings for, you, for their feelings for you and your feelings for them. And specifically, let me go. Specifically ask them to let you go. That's right. That's right. Okay. (laughs) And if they choose not to let you go to hold on to you, then you need a a cleansing. Then you need a cleansing or cord cutting. Because that person doesn't mean you any. No, I'm sorry. If they if if they decide they don't want to let you go after you request to be let go, then you need to do a cord cutting or a cleansing. Okay. Because otherwise that person will continue to hold on to you and not try to let you advance. Mm. Hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. He gave a technique out on one of the shows and uh, on that um that cord thing, you know. Um, let, let me ask you this, Doc, or both, both of you. Um, I assume, well, let me, I assume both of you um, obviously pray together, you go to the altar together, um, and just being, um, being initiated by you two, what is the force of energy that you two are, I don't want to say harness, well, let's say harnessing, um, that you're passing through um, the initiates, particularly I'm talking about the word of power. Um, and I just say I speak of me. I heard other people have the same story. But the, the surge of energy that's coming in my head, what is that from you two? It's coming from the part of us that is not human. Part of us is human and part of us is not. Each of us is a dual being. When we do the empowerment with the words of power, we step aside from our human selves, and what you're looking at are human beings or divine beings in human form. There was a lady that took a picture of us shortly after that, and the picture had us glowing. Our eyes were glowing, our faces were glowing, and there was glow around us. It was like a soft golden energy. And that's because that part of us that is divine steps in and is giving you the energy. There's nothing to do with the human part of who we are. The implements that we use are ancient implements that are between six and 8,000 years old. Those implements, even though they look simple, are thousands of years old and they're capable of transmitting the kind of energy that comes out of a human, a divine being in human form. Want to shoot another one, stay long? We go to the lounge real fast. Um, just one other one. I, I think they were talking about it in the, in the chat room about um, you attracting what you really are. Can you can you talk about that? Help me understand your question better. 
um, you know, they say like attract like. And um, you may attract someone you feel like they do certain things that gets on your nerves or you start judging them for certain things. But if they're in your experience, is it that a reflection of you? Uh, actually, you're you're correct about that, Phelan. Uh What you're talking about is a person zoning the vibration that God knows you by, but it's the vibration that attracts other beings or humans with the same vibration. So if a person is uh, dealing with a lot of chaos, then somewhere deep inside they are uh, chaotic as far as where they are spiritually with their growth. If a person is vibrating at a much higher level, it feels like they are light beings, and the vibration is so high that it will not attract lower vibrating beings. It will only attract those who are vibrating at the same or higher. So a light will attract light. Chaos will attract more chaos. So that your sonin is what's important for you to be evolving yourself to have a higher sonin. So the key is if you want to attract higher, uh, more evolved beings is to evolve yourself, is to meditate and pray and do the things that are necessary to uh, transform yourself to a higher level of existence. And when you do that, you're going to start attracting those beings who are already there or higher. So, yes, if if you're uh, finding that you're attracting the wrong type of being and there's something deep down in your unconscious or your subconscious that you need to work on first before you try to start attracting beings or a mate for yourself. Make sure that you are doing all that you can to advance yourself before you start looking to share who you are with someone else. If you're trying to do that while you're dealing with a lot of chaos, then that's the type of person you're going to draw into your life. That's not what you want. That's why I say it's always best that when you're going through some things in life, to go ahead and go through them on your own before you try to uh, get in a relationship with somebody else. And then when you get there, you'll find that they'll come to you. You won't have to look for them. And then in the same breath, if you were to work on yourself to a certain degree, um, then you really wouldn't have to tell somebody to let you go. They would just disappear out of your experience just off of your evolution. That's right. That's right. But you have to be sincere about working on yourself. You can't pretend to be on a spiritual path and expect to have the transformations benefit you. Because dishonesty is also a path. Okay. You want to be as scrupulously honest with yourself as you can when you're on your path. If you if you don't lie to yourself, and other people can't lie to you. Oh, that's they can't lie to you in action, in deed, or in thought. It just doesn't resonate. Now, it's hard not to lie to yourself sometimes, but as you master not lying to yourself, you will find that as people approach you, they will be forced to be more honest, or they just can't be around you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I got this right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One person is a compulsive, habitual liar. The other person says this person is a liar. 
that person who's receiving the lies inside of them, they're lying to themselves about something and which is causing this reality to happen. That's right. They're in denial about something. They have to do some serious soul searching to figure out what it is they're in denial about. Is Are they in denial about what they're thinking, about what they believe, about some core attribute in life that they're approaching in a dishonest way? They're being dishonest with themselves about something serious. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. We at 7.53. Um, how long are we going to tonight? Going to eight, <laughs> Kathy said we're going to eight. <laughs> I was gonna squeeze another thirty minutes. I said I, I never. Reason I asked that because I never got back with Kathy on it, and um, I, I just wanted to make sure because I didn't want to open up no lines when we had the last minute. But go ahead, go ahead, Pilar. Oh no, 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 go ahead. Mm, we bounce to the wire well, here. Uh, well, let me ask you this, Doc. Um, I sent you an email of a picture. Were you were you able to view that? That was deep, with those eyes looking out through the clouds. Have you done the work for communicating with the gods yet? Um, I have. I I haven't done that actual work, but of course I have the word and I, and I have it out. Um, but I haven't done that work. But and like I explained in the email, um, wasn't the gods I was really communicating with? Well, you know it, it was. I was going through something in Kabbalah, of course. Uh, I, I was and I wasn't, but wasn't like as in prescribed as, as you gave out through the words of power. What you were looking at is a God looking at you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they were looking at you, but they were checking you out. You're not the only person to send me a picture like that. Mm-hmm. There have been other students who took the Words of Power course that have sent me pictures of beings looking at them from the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That thing was, uh, <clears throat> I was on the phone with you. I said, I almost lost my word, Doc. I said, what the? <laughs> Because of the planet's um, positioning, 
you're going to have this happen in your life at this time in your life. Is there any way that we can go beyond that and get above that influence? You're taking a spiritual course and you're walking a spiritual path. That's how you get beyond the influence of the planet. Okay. You have to have a teacher guide you to get beyond the influence of the planet. Otherwise, you're going to just be subjected to their energies over and over and over, die and come back. The only way to get right. off that path is to be guided. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I love it. Thank you. And you're you. doing Yes, 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 she is. Part of yes, for is. a human being to do in this world is to accept guidance with humility. When you can do that, you can let go of the energy of the planet. But that's the hardest thing for us to do because we want to do it ourselves. We don't want to be humble. We don't want somebody telling us what to do. But in the same way that if you're playing on a professional team, the only way you're going to get to be a good professional or a great professional is to humble yourself to your coach and say, Coach, teach me. And that way you you ascend beyond the normal athlete and you become somebody that people say, that's a great athlete. But you'll find that the greatest of athletes are the people that humble themselves to the teaching that the coach has to offer. The hard heads, people have the biggest egos, you know, they don't get to be great, hardly ever. That's the, that's the exception to the rule when they become great. Wow. When you look at, like, a, at the Super Bowl, people who are in the Hall of Fame, a lot of those folks in the Hall of Fame, you hadn't heard of them. But because they were team players. Mm-hmm. Wow. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, any business endeavors, any announcements you have, any upcoming things? Uh, actually, we're, of course, going to be in New York this weekend on uh, on Saturday, and we'll be at the Meta Center again doing the Living Soul Workshop. Then on March 3rd, we're going to be in Atlanta uh, doing uh, a conference, uh, Life in Harmony. And then we're going to be in April, we're going to be in Philadelphia, coming to your part of the woods. Uh, and we're going to be, I believe that's uh, April 19th. 21st. 21st. Okay, and then uh, on March, I think it's March 19th or May 19th, we're going to be in Little Rock, uh, Arkansas and Pine Bluff uh, doing uh, a workshop for a pastor there. So we have a lot of things lined up. Some other things will be coming down the pike that we'll make an announcement through our website. Uh, and we're going to be doing um, some uh, live blogs or live video conferencing starting in the month of March. But uh, we'll be sending out a email to all of our uh, followers and allow, allow them to take part in that. Uh, but it'll be a great opportunity for people to ask questions uh, to Dr. Gibson. So we're looking forward to doing that starting in March. So uh, check great. the email. Having a lot of announcements great. coming. Great, great, great. Is the spiritual, um, is the living soul course, is that full? Or somebody said that was full. Um, you weren't taking no more students. Is that correct? That's correct. For the moment, uh, we are at capacity right now, and, and we have to... Uh, be able to graduate a few more people before we can accept any more new students because Dr. Gibson's time is just very limited and we don't want to start someone when you can't give them the type of time they need when they're first beginning the course. So 
Uh, right now, we're not accepting any students. It's not going to be permanent. It's just going to be for a short while, and eventually, we will open that back up. Okay. Is that for? Is that for? Does that also apply to the primordial healing course as well? No, you can do the primordial okay. healing yes. at any time. Okay. Gotcha. There it is. Um. I believe that was it. It was truly a, a pleasure in in the um, oh, man. happy awesome. Valentine's awesome. Day, you know. Happy Valentine's Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much. Quite welcome. It was our pleasure to be on. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Y'all have a good night. All right. Thank you Thank so you. much. All right, y'all. Yeah, and that was the wonderful Dr. Cassie and Mitchell Gibson. Again, they're coming to Philadelphia. If you're in the Philadelphia area, they're going to be bringing the Spiritual Energy Analysis Workshop with the Aura Machine. Um, that'll be the first time it's coming to the East Coast. If I'm not mistaken, last time it was up in Wisconsin. So you can get to the East Coast. It's the first time that this one is coming here. So you visit the website, tybro, T-Y-B-R-O.com. Click on Upcoming Events. Scroll down. You see it. Um, make it happen, man. Because seating is 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 limited and whatnot. And Ceylon, you actually got a aura analysis, right? Yes, I did. How 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 was that? I heard people in that particular um, conference had animal forms inside of their aura. Is that true? Yes, it was it was it was incredible to see how when they were scanned, they can check to see which organ was deficient in certain um, deficient of certain uh, energy and certain vitamins. They could see if um, the demons, they could see the demons' faces in the auras or the or whoever had passed away and attached themselves to you. You could see it in the aura. They could see the, 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 the breaks in the aura from worrying and stress. It was, it was amazing. Wow, wow. Now, did everybody get a aura report that was there? No, just the um the the lucky five. Okay. They did a raffle and mm-hmm. I did a word of power. I did one of the words of power before they when I put my name in I did a word of power and I was the first one. <laughs> I was one of the oh, first yeah. well, I was the first one that they called. And uh-huh. um but that was they had they gave a full a full reading and oral analysis for the, the, the five. Right. Right. Show you how it worked. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. I know what word you was working with. I know oh, what yeah. it
Peace, peace, peace. Oh, man. This is Coach Tyre in the building. I forgot I had my phone on on mute. Thank you, Misha, for looking out for me. I must have lost a couple callers I was trying to bring on uh, and didn't know that I had muted my own mic. So I appreciate it. I am looking for anybody who would like to call in from the um, from the chat room, 347-205-9089. Just press 1, and I'll open your mic up, and I'll go ahead and take your comments, your feedback, anything like that. And we can just, because I want to hear how people felt about just listening to the words versus me just going in about how I felt. I like that unadulterated feedback right about now. So the call-in number is 347-205-9089. This is Coach Kair. You just got finished listening to Dr. Mitchell Gibson and his wife, Kathy. Brother Ampu was doing the interview over at Ampu Heru Radio from uh, on Blog Talk. And to me it was just, it was just a it was just a amazing amazing episode and I guess I'll tell the reason why I um rebroadcast that because just some of the subject matters of the clarity that he made on the subject of soulmate was out of this world, you know? Maybe your soulmate is not on this planet, you know. There's going to have to be a divine intervention. But we have such a miseducation about these words that we use. Oh, I'm looking for my soulmate. That's romanticism. You know, you you heard none of, this, none of their conversation was about being romantic. It was all about doing the work, getting in touch with self, higher self, getting in touch with God, and doing the work practicing and I was just like in awe when I heard it um I like rebroadcasting I'm rebroadcasting it again tomorrow night everybody everybody may not be may not be on the line so tonight and some people may come back and catch it on a download I want as many people as possible to listen in to this show I appreciate everybody who stopped by on this late notice um, to check out the show in the chat room, uh, CX or Crusher. I see you. Peace. Dion Wood. Hey, baby. All my guests. and Hey, Misha. Yeah. Uh, up in the Toronto area. I see my 313-471. I, I think you had pressed one earlier. I think you just came back on. Uh, press one if you want me to open your mic up. I had my mic on mute, so I was just talking to myself. Forget, I guess. Uh, I see another one of my money, honey bunnies, Rhonda in the queue. How you doing, love? Um, I hope everybody got a chance to um, go over to Dr. Gibson's website, www.tybro.com, and download the free miracle prayer. Burn it on CD, drop it in your children's room, and run it. Just play it, play it, play it. In the daytime, you make it turn it down a little bit, so where you it, it's like just playing in your subconscious at night, falling asleep to it. You can't lose. You can't lose. 
um, so many positive things in a world of misery and people being distraught and then a brother have a formula and a solution like that, um, I think those who have an ear who can hear should be up on that like as soon as possible. So I definitely appreciate um, all of you who did tune in to listen. Let me see if 313, see if this is the same. 313-471, your mic is open. Hello? Can I get can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Oh, this is Debbie calling from Detroit. How you doing, Debbie? Uh, I didn't know my mic was open. <laughs> no, I just I just opened it. I thought that you had called in earlier and pressed one. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I didn't know it was a recording, and I had just called in late, so I called like the tail end of the guest that you had on. Oh okay. Well, we're gonna be um, we're gonna be running it back tomorrow and Monday, and Tuesday he's gonna be on the show live at seven o'clock. But this show was so important to me. If you go back and check out the download, or if you just come back on tomorrow and check it out again, and listen to it from the beginning, um, it was just so important because I deal with a lot of people in relationships, and a lot of people caught up in this European romanticism of relationships. But relationships are really a really work, and they are scientific. And if you deal with the scientific part of it, you have much more happiness versus the illusion of romance, you know. And so I think that um, Kathy made a lot of good points. Doc made a lot of good points about being honest in relationships. Um, mm-hmm. Kathy was talking about um, being careful with the number of partners that you're having sex with and even how to release some of these people that still may be in relationships with you um, over time. So did you want to give me any um, comments or feedback on the, just a part of the show that you heard? What did you think about uh, well, the part that you did here? Well, that that was um, one of the parts that I did here toward the end when she, they were talking about um, releasing, uh, how do you release some, you know, release these past relationships. Because um, when they started saying that, I kind of felt inside of me that, you know, maybe some of that is the reason why I haven't advanced into a, a healthy and a whole and complete relationship. Mm. That's why the first virtue is honesty to myself and others at all times. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are like, what is he? Well, he's always quoting that virtue. When you're honest with yourself, then you can mm-hmm. come back I identify who is it that I think I'm still clinging to or who is it that's still clinging to me. Because that's, And that also shows us the hard way of how we need to be more honest and open in our relationships. People think when I'm talking about Kaya supports open relationships or he wants multiple partners. No, open relationship means honest relationship because – after you tell that one small one and you don't go straighten it real quick, you're just going to be going on and on and on doing everything that you can to try to cover up from that first from that first lie. Whether it was a small one, whether it was a big one, all of that. Because normally we just be like, oh, I don't want to be embarrassed, or this person's going to leave me, or yada, yada, yada. Well, that person might not be good for you. You know what I'm saying? Some of the karmic energy that they have going on in their life 
could be affecting what you got going on. And then mm-hmm. if you go back and listen to the download, you see that um, you got to watch. Uh, Kathy talks about you have to watch your thoughts during lovemaking because whatever that particular energy is, you may, you, you may be making a spiritual child. So we're looking at the process of, oh, well, I get pregnant physically and it lasts nine months. That's cool, but what about the spiritual entity that it only takes the the length of an orgasm to create? Ooh. That's right. <laughs> and, and he all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they manifest. So let's look at it. Let's look at it, Debbie. Grown people, you are over the age of twenty-one, right? Good Lord, yes. Okay, are you over the age of thirty? Yes. Okay, well, we're just going to hold it right there. You ain't got to reveal no more. It's all good. There but, you go. I love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's look at the high end and the low end. Now, most of the people on the – a lot of people on the planet operate out of misery, so we're going to start with the low end then bring in the high frequency. So the low end for some sisters – I'm talking. I'm going to start with like a sister who may not even know nothing about metaphysics or anything. Um – a big complaint is the two-minute brother. So let's say you got the two-minute brother out here, and in your mind you normally address him by calling him all kinds of names. You are angry with him. But y'all are in this act of creation. And even though you might have had some uh, premonitions or forethoughts of what you wanted to happen, it didn't go down like that. And so the female is now angry and disappointed. You know, that's the energy she's putting out there. And the brother is, well, you know, he's not being honest because he might have been saying he was going to break your back or he was going to do all this or he was going to love you long time. And so now he is combining with your energy, he's bringing to the table the energy of disappointment. So what if you take those two energies and put them together? Disappointment, anger, uh, judgment. Just look at what you can create in the length of an orgasm. So what does that even sound like, Debbie, to you? A hot mess. A hot mess. And (laughs) it, it don't even matter you could have two superstars together. You could have two. You could have two models together. Just be looking all good on the physical, but on the inside, they 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 minds and their heart ain't right. 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 And so they sitting up there creating a chaos, a hot mess, spiritual baby or spiritual entity. Right. Right. Now let's take it to the high end, when we start to be honest with ourselves. And a lot of times brothers have these disappointing performances because we don't turn sex into a performance performance based operation. How long did he last? Did he knock it out? Did he do this? They got all these commercials with these um pills that you can take to enhance your sexuality and bring out the man you're supposed to be. The man you're supposed to be is one who tell the truth. Sometimes a woman may have, and most of the time this is the case, have a much higher sexual appetite than the man, and he's so embarrassed to say, tonight I just can't hang. 
So he's thinking that she may embarrass him, so he go up and put up a lackluster, quote-unquote, performance. So he was already lying about he didn't want to tell her how tired he was. Right. And now, because the woman done it sometimes, he may have wanted sex and she was tired, but she did it anyway. That's not being honest. Because sometimes we think that, oh, I can, if I didn't open my mouth, then I didn't lie. You can lie on your body. Your body can lie for you because you're doing something that your mind ain't really in or your heart ain't really in it. So on the higher end, if you got this honest communication going on, if at the moment of orgasm the female is feeling protected, she's feeling blessed, she's feeling loved, she's feeling beautiful, and the man is feeling appreciated, the man is feeling nurtured, the man is feeling supported. What type of spiritual entity do you think can be made in the length of that orgasm? Oh, yeah, that's something beautiful. That's right, that's right. And so many of these things depend right in our minds, right in our minds with what we can create. And sometimes we be having this, we don't even think about that thought being okay, let me make sure I am focused. Not necessarily super focused, but let me make sure I'm keeping out any ridiculous thoughts right now. Just like if you are in the hospital in the maternity ward and you're having a baby, don't you see how everybody has on all these sterilization materials? Mm-hmm. They got masks on, they got gloves on, they got the, they got the, you know, the, the outfits, the robes and stuff like that. And even if somebody wants to come in there and assist, even if it's the father when he comes in there, what they say, you got to put on a robe and you got to scrub up too. Right. We don't even look at we look at that at the end when the when the when the effect is being given to us, but we have to look at when the cause is jumping off. The cause because that orgasm is energy. It is energy. And that's one of the questions that I'm going to be asking Dr. Gibson uh, when he comes on about the energy behind the orgasm. Okay. Do you have any questions that you want me to write right now or anything like that in case you don't make it to the show on Tuesday that you could come up with that you might want me to ask? Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, that was the one I wanted. Um, well, maybe he can re-answer it because I didn't hear what you can do if you can't actually go to the person and ask them to release you. What are the things that you can do um, to be released from all your old relationships? Uh, gotcha, gotcha. He had a show on Ampoo's show a couple of weeks ago where he talked about that, and um, mm-hmm. he gave out a, a a recipe, and I would definitely ask him um, to repeat that on the show on Tuesday. Okay. If I don't go back and find it tomorrow and re-edit the show that I have now, and mm-hmm. also um, I know he has a um, something that you can get from his website, com. You may have to email them and get a uh, spiritual, a complete spiritual cleansing, which will cut mm-hmm. the cord from all ex-lovers and all mm-hmm. spirit body attachments. Mm-hmm. Okay. So sometimes it's not only people that you've been intimate with, but it may be loved ones who are trying, who have not ascended totally off of this plane, and they're trying to live vicariously through you. Mm-hmm. So it's important that. 
Ooh, excuse me. It's important that we find out some remedy for that. That's a great question right there because I know I've just been like, wow. I'm concentrated mm-hmm. now on my sexual partners, but it was a time now when I was younger when I was just, whoo, we can say oh, out right. there is a, is, a, is a brief word to describe it. Yeah, you know, you just you're young, so you're not thinking. You were you not thinking. You just didn't know the the um, energy behind or the sex that you were having with people. You just didn't know. And, At least I didn't. I didn't. Hey, know. Me I didn't too, but it wasn't right. But you didn't know how powerful it actually was. Exactly. But the thing I want people to know through this show is. We were operating like that out of past conditioning. Yeah, yeah. You get, you get, you, or you get females who just get to college and they couldn't do nothing up under their mama, and so now they get to school and they just out here letting cats run trains on them. You know right, what I'm saying? That's all that yeah. was, yeah. Right, just doing what that was, and she just wanted to spray her wild oats, and she just wanted to see what it was about. Or you got brothers who wasn't doing nothing when they was in high school, and now they get out here in college, and they just doing everything they could do. Or they just get out their mom and daddy's house. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And they just, that, that was a conditioning of their friends who they thought were having a good time. But it wasn't necessarily the truth. You know, I have friends who already had babies by the time they had graduated from um, graduated from high school, and some of us looked at them as, wow, look at, you know, he's a big man because he's getting all this, you know, he's getting all this cootie cat. But now you look 20 years down the line, and this person may have some kind of um, disoriented relationship with their children or the or, or with the partner that they had the child with. And the child always is the one that suffers. So really, I had this show in honor of the children who really don't have no voice in the situation and the parents be just demonstrating some piss-poor bullshit, if you don't mind my French, you know, and telling, because even my daddy, you know what I'm saying, my daddy, when that was his that was his sex education to me. When I was, you know, when I was coming up in high school, is you knocking them down, boy? Is you knocking them down? You know, that was him. That was like a mark of valor for relationships, was how many notches were you putting in your belt, you know? And, but what about, but now I'm at the, I'm at the point of learning that sex is for, healing and manifesting. Mm. And my whole attitude has changed about, you know what I'm saying, about it. I still see very attractive women all the time, but I'm a lot more choosier to sit there and let my other head do more of my thinking for me because if I know what type of karma or what type of uh, entities I could already be creating. And if we are having sex, she needs to be in the highest of mind states. She needs to make sure her mind is being creative and being open and um, making sure I'm honorable with her um, and her to me. So make sure we don't create, like you said, one of them hot messes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's so, so important. You know, well, I'm glad I did catch something, you know, tonight that helped me because I was sitting, um, really, I, the reason I logged on that late, this late, because I was sitting here like, okay, I'm lonely, ain't nothing happening, <laughs> so let me get some information, maybe 
I still need some information to uh, get to where I, I need to be in a relationship. So, well, it's all coming. You know, it's, it's uh, plenty, plenty of information. We do have a progressive love handbook over at JujuMamaBlog.com. JujuMamaBlog.com. As soon as you get on the site, when you look over on the left side, about halfway down, you can click on that progressive love manual, and it talks about. Um, the eight ro- eight gender roles, four four roles for the female, four roles for the male, and we all possess all eight roles. But for those of us who have had a piss poor education coming up, this is a good. You know how they say you can't teach the old dog new tricks. Well, this is a good standard for us to look at to give us something that we can hold, because we need a guide most of the time. We was in the Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, anything we did, we had some kind of guide. But in relationships, we ain't had no guide. Playboy, hustler, stuff like that, what we got at the barbershop. But this progressive love manual talks about the four roles of the man, the, the monk, the leader, the soldier, and the negotiator. And the four roles for female, the visionary, the follower, or devotee, the nurturer, and the lover. And me, myself, I'm practicing this since about 2009. This has been about three years I've been practicing progressive love in my own relationships. Hey, I swear by it. I I mean, it it works, you know. Um, And it's powerful because when a woman can be the magnet and the man can be the electricity, and the man is taking some of those responsibilities off of her so the woman can actually be a generator in a relationship. And I want to tell all the sisters who be out there talking about, oh, so what if he ain't doing this, what if he ain't doing that? Stop whining and complaining. You ain't going to get nothing whining and complaining. Do what you need to be doing, and what you and what, and what what you need will pop up in your life. But when you whining and complaining, thinking that somebody else is supposed to be the savior, you got to be the bigger person first. Ouch. Some people don't like Ooh. that. Who's going to be the bigger person? Why don't he be the bigger person? Why don't she? You do it. You be the bigger person first. Don't worry about what somebody else is going to do. Get you right, you know? So, the, um, and I'm going to do, do another show. I have tons of shows on the gender harmonics, but I feel as if um, I can do more, you know, just to exercise that, mm-hmm. let people understand how these roles work, you know, and just, yeah, hey, we're going to have a good 2012 out here, and I'm going to do my part. That's all I can say. That's right. That's right. So. That's right. All right, love. I'm a, um, I'm not sure what time I'm going to be broadcasting tomorrow. It may be around, it's somewhere between 7 and 9. It'll be a little earlier, so you ain't got to stay okay. up so late. But I do appreciate you staying up late and hanging out with Coach Kaye. I appreciate oh, it. No problem. Yeah. And make sure you go over and join my uh join my mailing list, my email list over at Relaxation is the key. I'm getting ready to start releasing my um uh weekly newsletter and video and I want you to make sure you can stay in contact with me through that uh through that way, okay? Okay. I appreciate I'll you. Do that. I appreciate Thank you, you so too. much. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. All right, peace. Jaya, that was Debbie up there in the three one three. Hey, compassion and spirit, how you doing? I had never seen that in the uh, chat room. I'd like for if you all would like to call in, give me a holler three four seven two zero five 
I do see my couple callers in the queue, so I'm going to start buzzing them in a second. I see Compassion and Spirit just came in. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Thank you, uh, Eric Horton, for just popping up on us, and thank all my other guests who who tuned in to Zoom in. Dion uh, put in the chat room earlier, most people create spiritual giants in their lives sexually that they are ill-equipped to handle, once the chaos starts, we sure would love to have Dion call in tonight and give us some comments and feedback on that tip right there. I can definitely uh, see how at times that can be the case where we are ill-equipped to handle these big old <laughs> steroid-eating giants that we create, and then we want to just blame the other person when we were there too, you know, we were there willingly, you know, as we as we you know came came and did these did these things and these acts. So, also, if you do have any questions and you want to type them in the queue, that'll be cool too. Um, but I'm looking for a little more dialogue because I'm not gonna stay on here all night. My, the pur- purpose of this show was to rebroadcast, let people get a chance, and then get some feedback and see that anybody have any questions. For Dr. Gibson, when he comes on live on uh, Tuesday at seven o'clock, Dr. Mitchell Gibson from Tybro.com will be in the building uh, Tuesday at seven. And I see we have a caller from the three zero one four two three. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Peace, Kaya. This is Dion. Hey, mommy. Hey, Poppy. What's going on? Everything is lovely. How you feeling tonight? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great enjoying the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Can you give me some of your comments or feedback on what you heard tonight? Um, or do you want, or you can just go in on what your comment was in the chat room about these spiritual giants. So you can just start where you want to start. <laughs> well, I want to say peace to everybody listening and um I was just, you know, when I made the comment, I actually was thinking about um, a scripture <laughs> from from the Bible in Genesis where it talks about when the sons of God came down and made it with the daughters of men, and it says that they produced giants. And what that means, um, I think, in terms of in terms of this conversation, um, in terms of this conversation, I think it means that um, sometimes when you have one partner who is elevated in their consciousness. Um, And you have another partner who may not be uh, vibrating on a high enough frequency or they're dealing with dishonesty or some other um, inhibiting factor in their lives. Um, Sometimes, you know, when they come together, there are things that are produced. Like you said earlier, it's not always a physical, um, you know, manifestation of that intimate moment. A lot of times it's just drama that plays out in other areas of, you know, their lives. Um, You know, uh, health problems crop up, the inability to sleep soundly. I think I heard Kathy talk about nightmares, um, you know, because you are, um, and especially as women, you know, we become receptacles for that negative energy. And um, it's very important to make sure that when we do come together, 
sexually that it is with someone um, who is of the same ilk, of the same fabric, um, so that, uh, you know, what is produced is is uh, what you want and not something that you can't handle and, and you don't have all this chaos in your life. Mm. Hey. Mm-hmm. They definitely, they definitely were vibing on that, and I had to give you the applause because that's one of my all-time favorites. I, I talked about this to you earlier. I just love it when, when people come in and start quoting other masters that I love that they don't, they ain't even met before. You know, what I'm saying that's one of like my favorite verses about. And really, if I got into my extraterrestrial conversation, you know, that particular part of the Bible is about these particular giants that came from other. Galaxies and came down here and saw that these women were fair. And people mm-hmm. like, well, how could how could you mate with an extraterrestrial? Because you got the same chromosomal makeup. You know, mm-hmm. they may be twelve feet tall, you may be six feet tall, but you can see a poodle and a and a um and a great dane can mate because both of them mm-hmm. dogs. Absolutely. They may be out of a different um uh, breed, but they are both dogs. They're both canines. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it can and it can produce, you know. So mm-hmm. definitely that right there is a big one. And like Kathy was talking about is or no no, Dr. Gibson. Some, mm-hmm. you always find you often find somebody on a on a higher path and then the mate is just allowing them to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Just just mm-hmm. just going along with it. Okay, you go to church, I ain't going to church today. You just go ahead. Right. We right. just there for the children or Yada yada yada, and right. that can, like he said, if you just keep that going on, that's going to start leading to some chaos in the house. Absolutely, absolutely. One is carrying a heavier burden, um, or pulling a greater weight. Not and not a burden in the sense of oh, you know, I have to do this work, but they're just their load is heavier because of their capacity is greater, and um, I think more than. More than sexual compatibility, we look for that a lot. You know, um, women, you know, who have reached a certain age, we need somebody that can put it down and, you know, all of that. But more than that, um, I think the the intellectual and spiritual capacity um, for growth has to match. And um, you can't look at the outside when you're dealing with that type of connection. It absolutely has to be energetic and not a, not not enough people make their decisions based on the energy that they feel from the other person. They 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 make their decisions for sexual relationships based on, you know, what their crotch is telling them at the time. Mm, 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 mm. And I want to add too that I'm not a proponent of trying to find your clone. My mom right. the other night was like, I never remarried because I couldn't find my equal. I said, you didn't remarry because you shouldn't have been looking for your equal. Why? Right. Because you would be bored out your mind out or ready to stab somebody if you was with yourself. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Like, what you need is a compliment. Complimentary, you know? absolutely. All no competition, compliment. just compliments. I don't even like the word girlfriend. I like the word compliment. I want somebody who's going to compliment what I'm doing because in, in my own personal research and study and experimentation in relationships, somebody is always in front of somebody else. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been in situations where I liked her more than she liked me. Mm-hmm. Then I've been in situations where she liked me more than I liked her. Mm-hmm. 
and we were not growing into love, which is another reason why I did this show. I'm so sick of European romanticism. Yeah. Remember, that started around, I'm not going to take a bath, I'm going to put more perfume on. Mm-hmm. That's this. That's 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 not honest. That's that's a deceit. Ooh, you smell mm-hmm. so good. No, I'm covering up something up under all these layers of clothes. <laughs> so for absolutely. Us, so for us, we are. Oh, how can I say it? Sometimes when we want to be so romantic, and I got a book on my shelf too. I got to find that rascal where it talks about. Um, where it talks about. Um, I'm gonna have it tomorrow. I promise. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm gonna have it tomorrow about how most people from the African American con- from, from, um, from the African continent were uh, were not romantic because you don't see no ancient text coming out of that mm-hmm. dark history about no romance. You you mm-hmm. see them talking about some science, but you don't mm-hmm. see them talking about no romance. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and things like that. I mean, uh, now not saying that. Uh, People shouldn't be romantic, but don't lead with it. Don't we, right. <laughs> we lead with it enough. Let's lead with some science, and then when you start rocking together, then then bring the romance in. That's how I feel. I'm not gonna be romancing you with all these illusions, and I buy you right. flowers just to get you, and then all of a sudden when I get you, I don't went back to my flannel underwear, and uh, I stopped taking my Vi- I stopped taking my Viagra pills, and then you're like, what? Right. Oh yeah, oh, I just I just had them, you know, to, until uh, until I put the ring on it. Now I got. <laughs> oh my God. Well, what happens? I believe with people who, because um, I used to be, you know, like most women, I wanted my knight in shining armor, which is a completely Eurocentric uh, mindset. I wanted, um, you know, to to be rescued and the whole fairy tale. Um, <clears throat> but what what I had to realize was that. What I was looking for was something to fill a void that I felt like I had within myself. And there's not enough romance on the planet to make a person feel complete. And that sense of completion has to absolutely begin um, within one's self. And that's the lesson that I had to learn. And it was a hard lesson. Breaking that illusion is not an easy thing to do. Because women, especially, I can only speak from the female perspective, women, we become attached to that illusion, and we think that romance equals love. So if he doesn't buy me a two-carat Harry Winston diamond, then he doesn't love me. Or if he doesn't send me flowers on Valentine's Day, then he doesn't love me. Um, and we have to redefine those terms, you know, uh, love and, and commitment and relationship. What do those mean really without all the fluff? and the cotton candy and the feathers and all that other stuff that doesn't have any substance, what does it really mean? And um, it's a challenging thing. It's challenging. Oh, well, over here at Original Native Radio, we're glad that you bring up challenging things because this is where you tune in to Zoom in. This is where we start adding champagne to your campaign because we have those definitions over here. We have new definitions. So that's why I be telling people, break out your pen and your pad and stop playing mm-hmm. around. The definition for love over here at Original Native Radio, as taught by my man, uh, right on the fur of men, you can get Afrocentric Guide to a Spiritual Union is right on the inside cover. Love is giving, seeking nothing in return. Absolutely. I will repeat. Love is giving, seeking nothing in return. 
It's the art of being selfless. Mm. Woo! Mm. You just said something right there. You don't have no bombs? <laughs> Do I got some? Hold on. I ain't got no bombs. I, got, I might have some. I don't know. Where my, where my joint at? Uh, that was absolutely a bomb, Coach. Yes. <laughs> yes. The, you know what I'm saying? That's the art of selfless living. Mm-hmm. Then... Um, but I want to give everybody a definition of selfish. Selfish mm. don't mean you don't care nothing about nobody else. Selfish means taking care of the self. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself. Mm. Because when you take care of yourself, you're only going to attract somebody who takes mm-hmm. care of themselves. And mm-hmm. the most ultimate way you can take care of yourself is loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Of love. How can you attract somebody who just don't love you and talk junk all about you because you wasn't loving yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, Coach, one of the one when I when I really began to um, seek to change my life, um, I had someone. Um, I, I manifested a book. It was out of nowhere. I didn't know that that's what I was doing, um, but I knew that I needed. Um, I'm a reader and I'm a student, so I, I was like, I, I need a book. I need something to kind of help shift, you know, my mind. And um, one of my Twitter friends, who's actually a, a, a worldwide um, business mentor and coach, sent me a brand new book called The Art of Extreme Self Care. And one of the very first, one of the very first um, tenets in the book is by Cheryl Richardson. One of the very first tenets in the book is learning how to be selfish. And, and accepting and, and being selfish and shaking the negative connotation of being selfish, learning how to take care of yourself first before you seek to try to take care of anybody else. And that absolutely translates into what we're talking about tonight, learning how to love yourself, um, because if you don't love yourself, there's there's absolutely no way that you can give and or receive love from anyone else if you don't if you haven't practiced with yourself first. Mm. Yeah. Got to, got, got to. to give the people. <laughs> got to be up on. You got to be up on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Also, I wanted to add the definition for committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna like this one. I'm quite mm-hmm. sure. The old definition has been, you ain't cheating on me. I own mm-hmm. your organs. Those are my sexual organs. That's my vagina. That's my phallic symbol. That's mine. You carrying it with you, but I own it. Right. No further forever. Away forever. From the truth. <laughs> I own it forever. <laughs> yeah, I own it forever too now. So, um, lock, stock, and barrel. Mm-hmm. Committed, committed doesn't mean they're not cheating on me. And another thing, sidebar, for those of you out here who are not married, and you are dating, or you got a boyfriend, girlfriend, stop using the word cheating. Okay, because if you're using the word cheating, what are they going to use in the marriage? Okay, because you ain't married. Quit playing house. So pick mm-hmm. another word. He lied to mm-hmm. me and he didn't tell me he was going to do this. She lied to me and just, just, say, you were, just say you were a liar or you dishonest or say something. But don't say cheating because they didn't cheat on you because they, they ain't got no ring on your finger. So how they owe you something? Mm-hmm. I just don't even want to go there. But stop mm-hmm. using the word cheating if you ain't married. Mm-hmm. And if you married... You need to find another word, too, all right? So cut that out. And stop letting that be your fear because what your fear is is what you're going to have to, is what you attract so you can get mm-hmm. past. 
So if you got all these so-called, uh, quote-unquote, cheaters in your life, that means you ain't learned a lesson on how to get over it. Mm. Mm. And, you, and you can't get down on your knees no harder to pray or to put something in your mouth to make him stay because that ain't the way you make him stay either way. Now, I said mm. it. Just mm. like So, hey. Mm. Committed relationship means committed to the practice. You must be committed to the practice of the things that make a relationship grow when you on your individual basis. You got four people running a four by one hundred relay. If three of them come to practice and the fourth one don't come, he ain't committed to winning no gold medal. Right. He ain't. So right. what I'm supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Keep practicing. That's what you do. You keep practicing until you find that person who's as committed as you are. You want to find a committed person, not faithful. Committed. They want to practice. So, in the, for example, the tantric relationship, if we're doing tantric yoga positions, you're going to need to be doing your yoga separately when I'm not around. Mm-hmm. I need to be doing my meditation when you're not around. I don't need to be just waiting for you to get there for me to meditate. Oh, well. I didn't see so and so today, so I ain't gonna meditate. You ain't committed mm-hmm. to the relationship. Mm-hmm. If you want to make some real live light beings while you in the act of intimacy, then you got to practice and be committed to the practice when you are out of eye shot. Character is what you do in the dark by yourself. Oh, it's what it's what you do when ain't nobody watching. Malachi York used to say, "Walk in the light of walk." Walk in the light of the sun as of all can see at all times. Mm-hmm. Walk in the light of the sun as of all can see at all times. I was like, yo, you fire for that one right there. <laughs> that joke was hot. So a lot of people, you know, um, I hope they listen in to this show. I hope they can take some of these words into account and apply them. I hope they can be back tomorrow. Because I'm running the same rebroadcast. Sometimes you can just go back and listen to some things and get different jewels out of it. So um, I invite everybody who's listening in tonight to call in tomorrow. Tell a friend. Repost it on your page. I'm rebroadcasting it again. I want a 1,000 people to hear this. I'm trying to do my part. Um, For those of you who don't know who Dr. Mitchell Gibson is, oh, my God. Just put it in Google. That's all I'm going to tell you. Just Google Mitchell, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L Gibson. Yeah. And just anything that pops up on the first two pages, just go read it. And if you're going through something, because he has a YouTube page with tons of videos on it, but I have a um, some videos on my website, relaxationisthekey.com. Go look up on the videos and then look up on the wise words being spoken. And he talks about going through the dark night of the soul mm. and how we can, ah, how do I say this, how we can use that to our advantage, which to me was extraordinary. Wow, dark night of the soul, I can still, there's an opportunity for me to grow here. And that's what I'm talking about, a brother who offers you suggestions and not just talking you in the face. Like, ooh, Dark Knight of the Soul is going to come and it's going to be so tough and sad and da-da-da-da-da-da, you're going to know this. This brother's talking about the opportunity and what you can do. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have four videos on there. It's divided up into four. Go to uh, Relaxation is the Key, click on Videos, and then click on Wise Words Being Spoken. 
And then right after that, I think I got two or three Osho videos as well. So you can just take some time over there and just kick back and relax and let it soak in through osmosis, or you can soak in literally, however it goes. But we want to get it done. Uh, Dion, we thank you so much for joining us, too. Do you have um, any shout-outs you want to give to anybody or uh, if anybody wants to get in contact with you? I know you always have a little something-something going on um, on the side. Well, I just want to shout you out for having the show and for um, being so diligent and committed to um, the practice and for, you know, getting this information out. Um I want to shout out Dr. Mitchell Gibson and his wife, Kathy. I've never met them, but um, was introduced to them through Coach Kyer, and I'm just immensely, immensely, immensely blessed to be able to um, to, to take, a, take part even from feeling like the outside looking in, but I know that there's absolutely um, going to be a time when I get the opportunity to sit down and speak with them. And so I'm just excited for everything that's happening. I'm excited for Original Native Radio. Shouts out to Original Native Radio um, for having me on, oh, and I hello. appreciate it. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> but um, I'm good. I mean, if you want to hit me on Facebook, you know, I'm on Facebook, uh, Dion Shanette, that's D-I-O-N-N-E-S-H-A-N-N-E-T-T-E. That's my name. That's how you can address me. It's not a problem. You can also reach me on my website, www.become-theletteru.com, um, and see what we have going on over there. Um, and I look forward to talking with you again soon, Kyer. Absolutely. You Absolutely. got it. <laughs> Got it. Thank you, baby, for coming on tonight. You're welcome. Peace. Peace. All righty now. I got a couple other calls. I just wanted to give them a shout out for um, you know, I see you over there calling from the four one three three oh six and caller from the eight four six. Let me check in with you right quick. Caller from the one one one, you must be on Skype. Caller from the one one one. Your mic is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from tonight? Hello. Some people don't like you putting them on the spot like that. Caller from the four one three, your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you calling from tonight? Peace. My name is Narell. Um, calling from Springfield, Massachusetts. Peace, how you doing tonight? Good, I'm really good. I really love the show again. Um it was a lot of powerful information. As usual, and um, I really like uh, how he was, how they were saying, um, you know, to be completely honest with yourself, you know. And I think that's really important. Yes, 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 yes. You got the gist of it. If you're just catching this, that one jewel right there, that honesty is a critical factor because he said if you're being honest with yourself, people can't lie to you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Cause they won't even come around you. You um you were on the uh, Academy of Cosmophysics show tonight as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then came over here to check out Coach Kaya, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you, cause it's, that's a hard show to follow, cause they drop bombs tonight too. So. Oh uh, no, <laughs> but I I really um I wanted to catch this show when it was on, but um, well when it when Ampu had it on, 
And then I was on Facebook and I saw that you posted, um, you were re-airing it, and I said, oh, I have to catch that then. <laughs> so I, I said, yeah, I'm going to tune in tonight. So. Well, definitely, I appreciate you coming over. I'm I'm going to be rebroadcast. I told Ample I was going to broadcast this show eight times before the end of the month. So I'm going to keep my word wow. on that. And I'm going to have Dr. Gibson on live on Tuesday at 7. So if you want to catch him live <clears throat> on Tuesday, then he's going to be here. So um, if you had a question that you could ask Dr. Gibson, and you know he dropped it tonight about relationships and partners, and you know he does astrology too, and he's been on Ampoo's show a couple times, what would be one of the questions that you would ask Dr. Gibson or Kathy? You know, um, I didn't really think of that. <laughs> um, I just, I was just interested in taking all that I could, and um, I didn't, I really don't have any question right now. But um, if I come up with one, I will <laughs> um, send it to you. But yeah, I can't think of anything right now. Okay, that's cool. I like it that you even took time to think. You didn't just spit out something. You was like, you know what? Huh, I don't even have nothing right now. So that's what's up. That's humility right there. Some people try to just jump in and just talk about, you know, any old thing, but you took some time to put some thought on it. So that's what's up. And and definitely, if you if you do think of something, just shoot me something on my inbox on Facebook or my email, Coach Kair at Gmail dot com. Also okay. I wanna big ups um the new website. Well just a new domain name, but we're gonna build a site, Moon Magic Twenty Eight. Moon Magic Twenty Eight dot com. Woo that's gonna be crazy. Y'all need to get on over there and check out how we manifesting with the C N twenty eight program for the Juju Mama family. Um also the Progressive Love Handbook you can get that over at jujumamablog.com, and you can get it for free. All right. Thank you, Norell, for um, tuning in to Zoom in. I'm going to go over here and take this oh, other okay. caller. I'm going to just mute your mic, Thank but you're still you. on the line, all right? All right. All right, peace. And caller from the 646-853, your mic is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello? Caller from the 646. All righty. They may not want it. They just might be on mute. But check it out. Everybody who's called in, everybody who's in the chat room, I see my man, I see uh, Eric Horton is in that building with us. Compassion and Spirit came back to check me out. CX Crusher is in the building, of course, Dion Wood, Misha, and DL Boy DX. Thank you all for tuning in to Zoom In. We hope we added some champagne to your campaign, uh, and we'll be back tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? We're running the party back. It's going to be the same rebroadcast, probably, but I'm going to have some other invited guests. This one was like on a short notice. I knew I wanted to do the show all day, but I just got tied up doing one thing after the other. So tonight, it's going, um, it was kind of a short notice, but stay tuned tomorrow. I will give you all a couple hours of notice of how this is going down. And, um, yeah, just check us out. Relaxationisthekey.com, tybro.com, T-Y-B-R-O.com. 
Get that Miracle Prayer giveaway. Download it. Play it. Play it again. Um, my people star, she had she opened it up and I'm gonna let her take it out. S T A H H R dot com. I'm gonna run this joint. I opened up with uh Great Mother Flow, the Year of the Dragon mix, but this one I'm gonna let it take it out with Book of Life. Alright? Peace and love, family. Like the Nike push, shush, flying heads like the Nike push. This is my book of life, a snapshot of what it's looking like from the inner 